not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Mr. Muscle, the oven cleaner that works the easy overnight way. but bills, bills, bills. Boy, I don't know where the money's coming from. Yes, there is. There is what? Something besides bills. There's a letter from Aunt Maggie. Oh, what do you have to say? I don't know yet. It's full of newspaper clippings as usual. Picture of a bride here. Who? Uh, Mrs. Hammond J. Walker, the former Betsy Gordon. Who's that? Just a minute. Aunt Maggie's written along the side. This is Alice Vance's granddaughter. She went to school with Ruth Edwards' niece, the one I told you married the nephew of Mr. Miles at the bank. You know any of them? No. Why does Aunt Maggie always send us clippings of people we never even heard of? Oh, hold on. There's more. Her wedding picture does not flatter. She's much prettier than this. I don't know why brides wear glasses when they have their pictures taken. (laughs) I don't know why Aunt Maggie worries about such things. Here's a clipping of a casserole (laughs) recipe, and that says, I tried this, but leave out the nutmeg. Oh, and here's a long clipping on the county fair. A whole page. Oh, here's her picture. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> what's it say? Picture of Aunt Maggie holding up one of her pies. I bet you want a blue ribbon again. That's oh. great. No, it's not. It says Mrs. Mildred Gavin and her prize-winning rhubarb pie. Uh-oh. Got the name wrong? Oh. <laughs> Aunt Maggie must have plenty to say about that. Just a minute. She scribbled on the margin here. Those idiots at the newspaper. I marched right down to the newspaper office and gave them a piece of my mind. She should have given them a piece of her pie. <laughs> oh, that's cute, dear. <laughs> oh, she says they put a correction in the next day, which I've also enclosed. Where's the correction? Well, piece? I don't know. Wait until I find it. I opened a letter from Aunt Maggie, the snowfall of the newspaper clip. Oh, wait a minute. Here's something dropped on the floor. Oh, is that uh, it? <clears throat> yeah, correction. Oh, what's it say? What's it say? Ah. It was reported in yesterday's Chronicle that Mrs. Mildred Gavin won first prize with her rhubarb pie. It was Miss Margaret Sorensen who won the first prize for rhubarb pie and also first prize for her apricot peach preserves. Mrs. Mildred Gavin did not win any prizes. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, whoever she is, must be furious. I can see Aunt Maggie's fine hand in that. <laughs> fine hand and silvery tongue. <laughs> Vinegar tongue in this case, I'm sure. Let's see what else she sent. Uh, we can uh, look at the clippings later. Time. What's she saying in her letter? Oh, yeah. Well, as you can see, I started this letter a month ago, but I've been so busy with canning, especially with a shortage of canning lids all summer. But I thought I'd better let you know that I finally decided to accept your invitation. Mm, what invitation? You're always saying, why don't I come for Christmas? So the other day I said to myself, why don't I? Hey, that's great. (laughs) Then I said to myself, whenever somebody comes for Christmas, there's always a lot of extra work, so I better get there earlier so I can help since the whole family always gathers at your place. That's good. Aunt Maggie's always a big help. All the work won't fall on you. What's the matter? Uh, So then I said to myself, what is earlier... What with all the Christmas cookies to make and all, I thought December 1st. Well, that's okay, okay with you, isn't it? Then I thought, well, if I'm getting there that early, I might just as well come a bit earlier and be there for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? And then I thought, as long as I'm uh, Come on, come on, don't mumble. Read it out loud. Uh, then I, I thought, can't as long read your handwriting. Then I thought, as long as I'm coming for Thanksgiving, and it's such a long way to come, and so... It 
expensive that I would come even earlier, sort of send her at your house, but visit some of my old friends, such as Maddie. Uh, well, let me skim through this and see what she's leading up to. I'll no, be good to see Aunt Maggie. She hasn't been here for two years, you know that. Oh, boy, look at the time. Hurry up. I've got to get to work. She's arriving tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. And she just lets us know today? She spent extra money to send the letter airmail, so we'll be sure to get it. Yeah, but for Pete's sake, what if we hadn't been here? She's coming by plane flight 13, if we can meet her at the airport. What airport? She doesn't say. Honestly, she's so vague about details that matter, and then goes on forever about things that nobody cares about. Oh, we'd better get her on the phone. Honey, Montana, day rates... Why don't we wait until tonight? Now. We're calling her now. Darling, she'll rattle on forever about a million we things. We are and calling it... her now. I want to know exactly what her plans are. Chances are she'll have to change at O'Hare Airport, and the thought of Aunt Maggie alone in that Chicago airport... Oh, oh yes. Oh, dear. Why do you suppose she suddenly decided to come by plane when she always comes by bus? Who knows? Who knows? She's always said she'd never go up in a plane. I know, I know. Let's get her on the phone. Yes. Listen, we just got your letter this morning. Uh, now, just now, but you didn't give us the details, dear. I sent the letter airmail. Of course, I know they say that most of the letters go airmail anyhow these days, but I spent the extra money so you'd be sure to get the letter in time. Yes, we got the letter, Aunt Maggie. Actually, airmail is 13 cents for an ounce, but I put in all those clippings for you so it weighed more than an ounce, which makes me kind of mad at the post office because I had to spend an extra... Aunt Maggie, uh, we want to know when and where you're arriving, But dear. I wrote it all in the letter, dear. That's why I sent it airmail. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you just said you were coming by plane, flight 13. Which airline and which airport? I thought I wrote all that down in the letter. N- uh, no, dear, you didn't. Uh, just a minute. Till I get my pocketbook. I've got the airline envelope in there. I put it in my pocketbook so I'd know I had it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought, honestly, wouldn't it be just like me to get to the airport here and not have my ticket? <laughs> yes. Aunt Maggie, uh, get your ticket uh-huh. out of your purse, dear. Well, first I have to find my purse. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I'm holding on, dear. What in the Sam Hill is she talking about? All she has to tell us is what... She one... has to find the airline ticket in her purse. Well, since it's four hours to the New York airport and two hours to Bradley, yeah, I hope she's headed for Bradley. Well, it doesn't take two hours for us to get to Bradley. Carl Wittig makes it an hour and a half. He goes some back way or something. What is Aunt Maggie doing? First, she has to find her pocketbook and then find her ticket. Doesn't she realize it's long distance? Of course she realizes it's long distance. There's a time difference, you know. I got her out of bed. You did? Uh, Usually she's up at 4.30 prowling around whenever she's here. Well, she's getting older, dear. Probably needs more sleep. Hello? Oh. Yes, yes, I'm right here, Aunt Maggie. Well, I can't find my pocketbook. I thought I left it on the dining room table, and it's gone. Now, I'm sure you just said it somewhere else and forgot, dear. No, I remember uh, putting it right on the dining room table. Oh, my goodness. Do you think somebody broke in here last night when I was sleeping? No, 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 I don't think anybody broke in. Aunt I Maggie, listen. I locks on all my doors. Well, Aunt Maggie, go look under your pillow. Now, you may have put oh, it there. You put... Yes, 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 that's where I put it. Hold on. She <laughs> put it? Under her pillow? Yes, I think so. Yeah. You know, I love Aunt Maggie, but the thought of going through all this for the next two months... She's just not feel... here yet, and if she has to change in Chicago, she may wind up in Montreal knowing Aunt Maggie. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. She's my aunt. She makes work for you. No, she doesn't. I just love having her around. I hello, really... hello! I'm still on. I'm 
right here, Maggie. I can't find my airline ticket. Oh. Now, I know I put it in my pocketbook. Well, now, now, don't get excited here. Did you go to the store? Yes, yesterday? I was out all day buying last-minute things. I must have dropped it out of my pocketbook. No, no, no. And Maggie, now, I'm sure you decided not to take your airline ticket no. with you when you went shopping. I mean, that's what I would have decided, you know? And I'm sure you did the same oh. thing. Oh, you know? yes, yes. <laughs> she oh. lost the airline now, ticket. Now, now, where would you have put, to, uh, put well, it to hide it, Aunt Maggie? Oh, well, for Pete's sake. Aunt Maggie, would you have hidden it under a mattress, uh, maybe, or under a rug? No, no, because I remember reading someplace that burglars always look there the first thing. No, 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 let me think. Yes, well, uh, let's see now. Uh, now, tell her to find it, call us yeah. back, and reverse the charges. We could be on the phone to Montana all day. Aunt Maggie, could yeah. you put it in the turkey roaster? Hmm? Uh, well, no, 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 how about under the plastic tray... That has your kitchen knives and forks? You once said you often put things under yes. there. Yes. I think that's where it now, is, go my look. goodness. How do you remember these things? I told Amy Harris the other day, I said... Now, dear, you want to look for the ticket, Aunt Maggie? Uh, this is long distance. Oh, oh, yes. Right away. Oh, long distance. Yes. You know, you are really incredible the way you put up with all this. She's driving me crazy already, and she isn't even here. And now we're going to have her until Christmas. Oh, honey, it'll be nice. Be nice to see her. I think she's lonesome, you know, living alone. I'm glad she's going. But, you know, taking a plane when she's always sat up for three nights on a bus, I wonder why. Well, we'll find out when she gets here. If she gets oh, here. Oh, she will. Hello, hello. Uh, yes, I'm right here. You were and... right. I found the airline ticket. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good. She found the ticket. Oh, but uh -huh. now I can't find my glasses, so I can't read it. Oh, no, she can't oh. find her glasses, so uh, she can't read it. Then let but, me have the phone. Dear, well, let no, me have it. Well, oh, hello, dear. dear. Hello. Oh, hello. My goodness, Bob, so good to hear your voice. Find your glasses, look at the ticket, uh -huh. and when I get to the office, I will call you on the hotline. Uh -huh. The what, dear? The what's line. Uh, no, oh, never mind. We'll call you tonight uh -huh. at 8 o'clock sharp. Your time, Aunt Maggie. All right, all right. I'll be here. Now, hang up. My goodness, it's long distance. She hung up. <laughs> I wonder if everyone has an Aunt Maggie. Well, if they don't, I feel sorry for them. Now, go to work, dear, while I make up the guest room. If I had a nickel for every minute I've spent in a dirty oven, scraping and scrubbing, oh, I'd be living in Fort Knox. Well, there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle. Oh, come on. It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime. Really? So next morning, you just wipe clean. Well, Mr. Muscle really sounds like a good man to wake up to. Hi, I'm the teacher, and that's Roland Gibbs on drums. He drew my picture last week with gray hair. Me, with 11 grays. I gave hair coloring a second thought. I found out about Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It has no peroxide, doesn't change my natural color, and it's good for my hair. Loving Care covered my grays and made my hair softer and shinier. Gotta give the kid credit. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It's good for your hair. The Little Things in Life has been brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.